Amen. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the Common English Bible, and our reading today comes from Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. That day Jesus went out of the house and sat down beside the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he climbed into a boat and sat down. The whole crowd was standing on the shore. He said many things to them in parables. A farmer went out to scatter seed. As he was scattering seed, some fell on the path and birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where the soil was shallow. They sprouted immediately because the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it scorched the plants, and they dried up because they had no roots. Other seed fell among thorny plants. The thorny plants grew and choked them. Other seed fell on good soil and bore fruit. In one case, a yield of 100 to 1. In another case, a yield of 60 to 1. And in another case, a yield of 30 to 1. Everyone who has ears should pay attention. Jesus' disciples came and said to him, Why do you use parables when you speak to the crowds? Jesus replied, Because they haven't received the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but you have. For those who have will receive more, and they will have more than enough. But as for those who don't have, even the little they have will be taken away from them. This is why I speak to the crowds in parables. Although they see, they don't really see, and although they hear, they don't really hear or understand. What Isaiah prophesied has become completely true for them. You will hear to be sure, but never understand, and you will certainly see, but never recognize what you are seeing. For this people's senses have become callous, and they've become hard of hearing, and they've shut their eyes so that they won't see with their eyes or hear with their ears or understand with their minds, and change their hearts and lives that it may heal them. Happy are you. Happy are your eyes because they see. Happy are your ears because they hear. I assure you that many prophets and righteous people wanted to see what you see and hear what you hear, but they didn't. Consider then the parable of the farmer. Whenever people hear the word about the kingdom and don't understand it, the evil one comes and carries off what was planted in their hearts. This is the seed that was sown on the path. As for the seed that was spread on the rocky ground, this refers to people who hear the word and immediately receive it joyfully. Because they have no roots, they last only a little while. When they experience distress or abuse because of the word, they immediately fall away. As for the seed that was spread among thorny plants, this refers to those who hear the word. But the worries of this life and the false appeal of wealth choke the word, and it bears no fruit. As for what was planted on good soil, this refers to those who hear and understand, and bear fruit and produce. In one case, a yield of 100 to 1. In another case, a yield of 60 to 1. In another case, a yield of 30 to 1. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The idea of a parable is an interesting one. Biblical parables usually teach us something spiritual while also being a rather straightforward story 
by themselves. Jesus teaches in parables in many places throughout the gospel accounts. In the Bible, Jesus uses a very large number of parables. Often, when he's talking to large crowds, he teaches in parables. He tells a story to the masses gathered to hear him. But why? Wouldn't it be easier just to tell everybody exactly what it was he was trying to say? Wouldn't it be easier just to impart the information so the people can walk away with it? In our reading for today, we see Jesus go out and a large group is gathered. As is often the case, Jesus is needing to get into a boat so that he's not swallowed by the crowd. And everyone stands on the shore to listen. He begins to teach in parables. Matthew records one of them in his gospel account for us today. Afterwards, the disciples want to know, why are you teaching in parables? Why is it when you address crowds, you're giving them stories? Jesus replied, they haven't received the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but you have. Though they see, they don't really see. Though they hear, they don't really hear or understand. Now, this can be disconcerting. If people can't really hear, how can you instruct them? If they can't really see, then what's the point? We have to stop and look around at this point to take in what is happening. This is not about actual deafness or blindness. This is about an inability to understand. Lots of people were coming to hear what Jesus had to say. Some of them out of pure curiosity. Some of them just looking for any good news they could get anywhere. But as we see in other scriptures, sometimes they came looking to be able to poke holes. Looking just for a reason to say, well, that can't be right. Many times, Jesus is approached by people trying to entrap him, trying to figure out how they can turn his teachings against him. So how do you teach without teaching? How do you reach people without giving anything to the people who aren't actually interested? This is where the parable comes in. The parable that Jesus gives in our reading for today is itself used to explain the point of teaching in parables. The parable that's used during his explanation is about a farmer scattering seed. Some of it falls on the path. And the birds eat it. It falls on rocky ground where it sprouts, but with no roots. So it dries up and crumbles away. Some seeds fall among the thorny plants, but they get choked out and never grow. But some seed falls on good soil, and it bears fruit. Now, one could hear this and just think, okay, so make sure you plant seed on good soil. That doesn't seem very important. 
and they get that and that alone. And they walk away. They don't take the time to understand. So when Jesus explains this parable to explain why he's teaching in parables, we suddenly have a parable about parables. Jesus is saying that when people hear the word of God and don't understand it, it's like seeds that were thrown on the path. What was planted is taken away. The fleeting joy removed because they did not know what they had. The seed that was thrown on the rocky ground is like people that hear the word and immediately receive it joyfully. But without any foundation, it fades. I'm reminded of those people who go to the big tent revivals. And there they are being called up front. Come on up here. Declare Jesus Christ as your Savior, and you'll be saved. And they eagerly declare. But, what comes next? Of course, there's everyone yelling and celebrating. The joy in that moment is great. They are saved. But the tent revival moves on. And those people are left saying, well, now what? Now I'm not even sure what being saved means. There are no roots to their faith. So their faith dwindles away. Like the seed thrown on the rocky ground, the rootless faith is fleeting. Then we have the seed among the thorny plants. There we have people who are chasing wealth. People who are so worried about things and opinions that they let the world encroach like a thorny plant on the good news. They get crowded out chasing after worldly gain instead of thinking about heavenly gains. But the seed planted on the good soil, it's those who understand, and then they go out and do. There's a yield in this crop. Those people who have heard the word and understood it, and they share it with others, they get the true meaning. But what's interesting is when Jesus explains this to the disciples, it means that even they were struggling to fully understand what Jesus meant. I like to think it's because they're still on a journey of understanding. They're trying to understand, but it isn't quite clear yet. Their hearts are just getting warmed up. Now, this does bring us to one of the things about parables that can be tricky. It's very easy to go in one of two ways when we approach what's being said in a parable. One method is to go overboard and think that every minute detail is something drastically important. 
The reason that this is a problem is that sometimes the details are just there to make the story feel real, to flesh out the visuals. Does it matter what kind of birds we had in our parable for today? Are the birds even all that important, except as a vehicle to carry away the seeds? We could think that there's a special meaning between thorny plants and what the hidden meaning of choke is. We could think about those and try to find hidden details. Obsessed, we keep going deeper and deeper. Until we relate something to every little bit, to every single word said, there is a hidden meaning. And when we do, we start to lose the actual meaning. It's like a man trying to understand a painting. So he gets a microscope and he zooms in until he can see every brush stroke. When he sees it, he begins to describe how each and every stroke has its own meaning. But in this fails to see it's a painting of one flower. We can't allow ourselves to get so lost in the details that we lose sight of the truth. But on the other hand, we can't just brush by the parables as if they are simple teachings that are easy to understand, thinking the surface meaning is the only meaning. It would be like a man who looks at a painting and notices that there's flowers, and he remarks upon how pretty they are, never noticing that the flowers are hiding a fox that is hunting rabbits. A hidden danger, not noticed if we just take a glance. Now, I know what you're thinking at this point. Now we're having parables about parables about parables. And you'd be right. One could say that it's like a man... Okay, so maybe that's a layer too far. But maybe this is how we understand parables. We read and we reread and we think and we think again. Sometimes we have to ask deep questions. Sometimes we may see two different meanings in a parable. And there may be even more. They're not always straightforward. And they're not always easy to detect. And that's what makes a parable so fascinating because they also speak to us as individuals. In coming weeks, we'll be looking at the different parables of Jesus. And I want to ask something of each and every one of you. I don't want you to take my word for it about what these parables mean. Now, I'm not saying... I don't want you to listen to what I have to say about them. I don't want you to think that I have nothing to share with you. Quite the opposite is true. I have plenty to share about how I have read and understand these parables. However, I want to hear what you see. So each week I am asking that you read next Sunday's parable and reflect on it. 
After you hear what I have to say, I would like to hear from you. Send me a text message. Email me. Call me. Write me a letter. If you want to stop in and talk about it in person, I'm trying to be in the Greenup office on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. But you might call to make sure I'm in. However you reach out, I want to hear what you think. Another thing about the parables is that when we share our understanding, we help to cast those seeds again. And maybe this time they find good soil. Maybe we find something that the other didn't see, and maybe when we share we gain a greater understanding of God. Maybe we gain a deeper understanding of Christ together in what we share. And the amount of fruit that we gather increases. I want this series to be a shared experience for us all. So each Sunday, the bulletin will have next week's parable, and it will have a general summary of the upcoming sermon. This can also be found in the worship materials online, and I will include it at the end of this video. But I'm also hoping that you take this information and you share with each other. I want to know what fruit blossoms in you when you hear those words and gain your own understanding. Because I feel that Christ's words will always have personal meaning for each of us. That we can share our stories and gain a greater understanding of the kingdom of heaven. We may share our experiences and gain a greater understanding of the Bible. That we help each other become better disciples and grow in love together. Because that's a story I want to tell. Amen. For those of you that are interested, you will have to give me just a moment. Next Sunday's message will be a generous God based on Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16, where we will take a look at the parable of the workers in the vineyard and what it tells us about generosity. Again, that will be Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16, entitled, A Generous God. And if you would like to find that information again, you may find it on the website. I encourage you that if you would like to form small groups to be able to discuss it, you are more than